avizandum. In Scots law, this term describes the careful consideration given by the judge before an important decision. Join me each week as we explore various topics from a spiritual perspective and take matters avizandum. Hello, I'm Pastor John Monroe. Today I begin a new series of weekly podcasts and ask you to let others know about them. I've called these podcasts avizandum, which is a wonderful word, but one which few of you have probably ever come across. Avizandum comes from the world of Scots law. Avizandum is used in Scots law for the private consideration of a case by a judge before giving judgment. So, a judge may hear a legal issue which arises during the course of the case. He or she then takes avizandum. That is, the judge doesn't want to decide the matter on the spot, but wants to give it due consideration. Avizandum comes from the Latin avizare, which means to consider, to look carefully at a matter. I thought of this term avizandum when considering a name for these podcasts. We live in a culture where people react quickly, sharply, and sometimes harshly. It seems to me that we carefully consider matters less and less with the result that there's a lot of rhetoric and dogmatic reactive statements. People give their opinion or their verdict on a matter without even knowing the facts or considering an opposing opinion. Proverbs 18 verse 13 reads, If anyone gives an answer before he hears, it's a folly and shame. Verse 17, The one who states his case first seems right until the other comes and examines him. No, the wise person listens carefully, seeks understanding, and then considers the whole issue before rendering a verdict. So, in these podcasts, I will give you my understanding of various scriptures and topics. I then want you to take the matter avizandum, to consider the matter carefully. Scripture emphasizes the importance of hearing, of meditating and reflecting, rather than quickly jumping to a conclusion. On the night our Lord Jesus was born, the shepherds came to the manger. What excitement! But Luke records, Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And when the twelve-year-old Jesus was in the temple, listening to the teachers and asking them questions, his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. This godly and wise young woman, Mary, the mother of our Lord, pondered matters, considered them, treasured them in her heart. This is what I want you to do as a result of these podcasts. Hence, the unusual name, Avizandum. Now, let's think of our topic today, which is one very close to my heart, and one which I've pondered on over these last several months, which have been the most difficult of my life. Since the sudden death of my son Christopher from COVID on April 25, 2021, I've been asked many times how I'm doing. That's a difficult question to answer, as some days are much tougher than others. Also, being a pastor means that some people expect me to be a spiritual giant at all times. Yes, I am a pastor, but I'm also a human being, 
which does not render me immune from the suffering, the disappointments, the temptations, the injustices and heartaches of life. There are days when I felt I'm being pulled into a black hole, and there are other days when I've profoundly experienced the love of God being poured into my heart through the Holy Spirit who's been given to me. In the days immediately after Christopher's death, my wife Goodney and I spent some time on the beach wrestling with some questions. Was Christopher's death a sign from God that I should retire? Should we look for an easier and less demanding ministry? How could I possibly continue to be a preacher of grace and a shepherd of souls to such a large congregation at Calvary Church in Charlotte? One of the great truths of Scripture, which sustained me and continues to do so, is that God is my rock. The Old Testament writers frequently use this metaphor when worshiping God. For example, Psalm 62, verses 2 and 6. God alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be greatly shaken. He only is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be shaken. And then the wonderful verses in Isaiah 26, verses 3 and 4. You keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord is an everlasting rock. These three aspects of God as my rock have comforted and strengthened me. First, a rock is a place of security. The sudden death of my only son shook me in a way I've never experienced before. My parents are with the Lord. Two of my brothers are with the Lord. I've had friends die and I've conducted innumerable funeral services. Ah, but this was different. As I stood by my dead son in the hospital just two or three miles from Calvary Church, I knew that life on earth would be forever changed for my wife and myself. I felt as if I were drowning, that I was being sucked into a big black hole. But these scriptures and pictures came to mind. God is my rock. He is the unchanging and the unchangeable rock. Here is security. Here is grounding. The circumstances around me are shaking. Life is forever being changed, but my trust is in the rock who is the everlasting one, the rock of ages. Here is the place of security. This God, who is my rock, has promised to strengthen me. When I trust in him, I will not be shaken. He set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. That's Psalm 40, verse 2. So first, the rock is a place of security. But then secondly, a rock is a place of safety. Our many friends at Calvary and elsewhere brought tremendous love and comfort to us. Some traveled many miles to be with us. Undoubtedly, the love of God came to Goodney and me through these friends. But I needed a place of safety. I needed a hiding place, a shade from the horrible blackness of the death of my son. 
When King David was being chased by Saul, he would find shade and safety behind a rock. Here then was a place of shelter and safety for me. God is my rock, my protector, and I shelter in the shade of that rock from the awful circumstances of life. Isaiah 32 verse 2, each will be like a hiding place from the wind, a shelter from the storm, like streams of water in a dry place, like the shade of a great rock in a weary land. Yes, a rock is a place of safety. And then third, I I discovered that a rock is a place of seeing, a, a place where I get a perspective. You see, dealing with the awfulness of the death of Christopher, I needed a perspective. When I looked down and around, I I was overwhelmed. Life is tough. Life is difficult. Life seems unfair. Where could I go? What could I do? I was in danger of losing my perspective and ending in a place of discouragement, isolation, and even bitterness. There are high rocks in Israel. When pursued by Saul and his men, David and his men would climb a high rock and gain a perspective. They would gain a bird's eye view of the surrounding terrain as they looked for Saul and his men. I needed such a perspective, so I prayed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Psalm 61 verse 2. Yes, I needed the solid rock of my Lord Jesus Christ. Standing on that rock, I was reminded uh, that Christ is seated at the right hand of God and he has saved me. To look down and around was terrible. How I missed Christopher. But standing on the high rock, I can look beyond this world to the world which is to come. I can reflect that during the Messianic kingdom, I will take a walk with Christopher on a wee Scottish island. Christopher loved all things Scottish. Standing on that rock, I understand that God graciously lent Christopher to Gutney and me from the day we adopted him as a two-day-old baby. How gracious of God to give us this beautiful wee boy after being told that as non-Americans we were unable to adopt. Standing on that rock, I know that soon all of the redeemed will be forever with the Lord. In this way, My faith is being renewed. I'm being strengthened. I feel secure and safe. Rather than sinking, I'm now able to look up and say with David, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. And my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Psalm 18 verses 1 and 2. This God, yes, this God, who alone is the rock, will never fail me. Great is his faithfulness. Yes, my God is my unchanging and unchangeable rock. Avizando. You're listening to the weekly Avizandum podcast from The Verdict, featuring Pastor John Monroe. John is senior pastor at Calvary Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. Listen to John's daily program, The Verdict, on broadcast radio or major podcast platforms. For more information about The Verdict ministry, visit us online at calvarychurch.com slash the verdict.